You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. Happy Friday. I am Daniel. I'm Clint. We got John from John Tweets Sports to join this depraved search for Urban Meyer on a yacht because we'd rather be there than feel what we're doing right now. Um, that's the level of despair that we're in. Shirtless walking in on Urban Meyer presser <laughs> on a yacht is where I'd rather be. I'd that's rather be. Gosh, it's so true. Speaking of where you'd rather be, John, can you confirm that you fled the country to avoid Alabama fans? Listen, (laughs) I have family members who are Alabama fans, and so I literally went to Canada. I came to Canada. Left the country. I left the country. I, I that was uh, that was my response to the Georgia loss was to immediately get on a plane. That's not that's not a bad response. Reasonable. Yeah. Uh, by the way, really quick, today's episode is brought to you by NetSuite. If you have business, get NetSuite. Uh, it sounds reasonable, John. It sounds fair. It sounds measured. Um, my my responses. Some other people have unhealthy responses. Yours seems like a balanced view. Um, but we're glad you've joined us today. Um, we haven't gotten much of anybody else's take. Daniel and I have been on here bemoaning many of you in the comments. To other people. Just, just so you guys. Like, we've we've gotten a lot of other people's takes. We just haven't asked for any of them. No. <laughs> what we, no. That has been no. my week. That has been my week too, fellas. Yeah, I haven't, so I haven't asked thought, for anyone else's take and have gotten them If you so. thought that you were going to avoid Alabama fans by fleeing the country, you made a, a critical error in coming on this podcast because they still – It's called the World Wide <laughs> Web, John, worldwide. So uh, – um, so let's let's get into it. John, you've heard us bemoan. You've heard us uh, – some people call us drama queens, um, which like, okay, again – Words can't hurt me. If Been I hurt had too many feelings, times. They would be hurt. I promise. Correct. Yeah. I, I do promise you. Um, tell us how you've processed this week. Um, man, that's a gr- it's a great question. I uh, I was at the game, so uh, oh, I, you know, no. yeah. So for me, it was um, doubly painful because I had you know a great day tailgating. Had a great day with with. Uh, dog twitter uh went into mercedes benz got there early sat down the seat in the 338 section with the all 22 view and was able to Mm. see it live uh and in color Mm -hmm. and so i i have processed like uh like you guys have i have processed like most of the georgia fans that i know have uh it has been sackcloth and ashes basically um i have I I have done everything I could to find silver linings in the game, um, and you know what I I have I have decided to chalk it up to uh, Nick Saban being the greatest coach of all time and Georgia being Georgia this week. Now Ooh. it's tough. It's tough. I've had to come to that realization for myself. The key qualifier for that is I will say this week um, because you know 120 teams. 
126 teams do not have a shot to win the national championship. Four but, teams do. But, but, John, we've covered this on the podcast. Alabama has already won the national championship. Have you seen them celebrate? Have you seen have them celebrate? They've already, they've already won the they, national championship. They've they have celebrated. They have celebrated. You know, some might, some might say uh, Alabama fans are celebrating like Auburn did in 2017 when Auburn won the Iron Bowl. Um, mm. I, I won't. I don't know if I'd say that, but, um, but some no, people you probably some, wouldn't. Some people might say that. So, no. listen, I, I have uh, done soul searching. I have, you know, kind of went to the depths of despair, but I'm alive and I'm back and. Oh, we're here. And we're here, yeah. and we out here. We're here, and and Georgia is here, uh, and and we're alive. So we have a we have a heartbeat. So I have, right, let's I have get come to, around. We'll we'll maybe come back to some big picture stuff. Let's get to the game, John. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna cut to the quick, and I'm gonna make you choose one area, one one area. Worst thing you saw on Saturday from Georgia. The worst thing about Georgia's football team on Saturday was the blank. I I can only pick one. You can, um, o- I, you can only pick one. Uh, right cool. off, the, yeah, right off the cut. I mean, the, the the worst thing for me was the absolute, complete absence of any semblance of a pass rush. Um, mm. That that I. For me, that was the absolute worst thing. I, if when I sat up there and watched the game, I felt like uh, the Alabama on the offensive line was more physical than Georgia, and that to me was the worst thing. Right? I mean, I, Kirby it is, is it's yeah, it's one of, it's one of the the three or four things that he talks about all the time: physicality, all the time, all the time physicality, and. Uh, and and winning at the line of scrimmage, and we and and we just got beat. And some of that was trying to spy, trying to do some things. But at the end of the day, that was for me. I felt like Alabama. I didn't feel like Alabama was a more physical team, and that was the worst thing for me on Saturday. Yeah, John, tell me if I'm wrong about this because um, I I I trust your opinion. You have all all. All the freedom to tell me tell me if I'm wrong. And like we said, I haven't talked to anybody else about the game. So this is the first time other than Clint. So this is the first time I've had a chance to ask this of anyone other than Clint. But the the narrative out there is boy, this game plan for Georgia sucked. This defensive game plan, this defensive these defensive coaches were terrible. <laughs> Kirby Smart, Dan Lanning, the, this was an, an abomination from this defensive coaching stuff. Now, I'm not trying to say that it was a gem of a game plan. But I also think Georgia just got whipped up front. I do yeah. think we brought extra guys. We did yeah. not sit there and rush four the whole game. Linebackers no. were coming, and yep. they were getting stoned in the middle. Absolutely stoned Yeah, by yeah. an Alabama offensive line that we talked a lot last week about. <laughs> Yeah. Looking terrible. And so, yeah, you say that. It, is that what happened? Like, we just got whipped. That's what I felt like. We, yeah. So, I, so you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like, Georgia, Georgia got whipped up front on the line of scrimmage. Uh, and that is absolutely fair to say. Brent, Brent Rollins from uh, UGA Sports.com, uh, he, he said that it, that Georgia rushed, uh, like, had, 
like pressure packages 44% of the time or something like that. So we, mm-hmm. so Georgia was, they were trying to get to Bryce young and, um, and Alabama just won up front. And when we looked at it, you know, I, I sat on here and talked about the, the Alabama offensive line, just like you guys did. Um, two guys did not play in the game. Um, and it was Dalcourt and Damian George for the Alabama offensive line that played a lot of snaps uh, against Auburn. Um, but at the end of the day, like when you, if you're going to win in this league, I don't offense, you know, we saw explosiveness. We know how important that is, but if you're going to win against Alabama or if you're going to win against Michigan, or if you're going to win against, you know, uh, any team that, that Georgia has remaining on the schedule now, you're going to have to be physical. You have to, uh, you have to show up and whip the guy across the line from you. It's, it's, it's how football is one getting to the quarterback. And so I don't think you're wrong. Um, and you can go and, you know, folks can go and, and look at some of the statistics. I mean, Georgia sent pressure packages. We weren't running the Arkansas defense where we were rushing three linemen and dropping, you know, eight people or whatever. Right. Like, I mean, there were, there were guys trying to get there and, and they just couldn't. Yeah, stone is the right term. It was an abomination of effort. It seemed to me, just like years before, it seemed like the LSU game in the SEC championship of past, where we were right there with Joe Burrow, and he just escaped. He was like all of a sudden Houdini back there. We couldn't bring him to the ground. We were so close. It seemed like the same thing here. We were in the backfield, and we missed where Bryce Young was going, or we got stoned by an offensive lineman. Uh, We'll come back after this and hear more from John of John Tweets Sports. And a dog dispatch. If you're not on the mailing list, get there. Uh, but first, we'll let you know about on location. Let's talk a minute, if you could, real quick, a hot minute, uh, about kicking things up a notch for the big game, the grand stage, the Super Bowl. Bam. Super 56 is at SoFi, and it's less than 100 days away. And on location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is the only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package to the big game select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with college stars turn nfl legends troy aikman marcus allen tim brown akbar bajabia miller and more plus accommodations at five-star la hotels and food by the great wolfgang puck visit our location exp.com slash sb56 for more information or search super bowl on location that's on location, exp.com slash Super Bowl or SB56 or search Super Bowl on location. We'll also let you know about NetSuite. This is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everywhere you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of survey businesses increase visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Only 27,000 businesses already have NetSuite, and right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering once-of-a-kind once of or once-of-a-lifetime financing program to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. 
Head to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA for special end of the year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash locked on NCAA. John, you watch that American Ninja Warrior? <laughs> I I love American Ninja Warrior. I'm yeah, not Clint lie. does not. I don't know why. I don't understand why Clint does not, but it's yeah. You watch it with your watch it with your kids. It's a great time. I mean it's a great fantastic. time. You love I'm I'm um, taking breaks at Kmart. Don't have time. All right. Well, no, that's the Alabama fan in the comments. Just long, oh, right. long breaks at Kmart so that you can scroll back through the the archives. Okay, John, uh, you mentioned the 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 defensive front supposed to be the strength of our team. Um, it was it was bad. The the secondary was also bad. I don't even know if we can or should talk about it, but Lewisine terrible in this game breakdowns all over the field in coverage um here's my here's my kind of big big picture question the defense played incredibly poorly gave up what 34 points right in the game yep yep uh that's too many daggum points all them Uh, points the offense meanwhile Scored 24 points in the game. What's worse? That's my question to you. What's worse? 34 points or 24 points uh, for for this Georgia team? I mean, I if we're talking about this specific game, it has to be the 24 points. And that's mostly because you had two opportunities where you were – there to get points for the taking and you came away with no points um which is huge right like you think about the dynamic of the game if george is able to score um a couple more times um what that does to to the defense um i i, I think it's i think the the offense is you know I, for me it's worse that the offense uh, didn't score 24 points it's hard to say that with this defense um that's my personal opinion. Now, people will disagree with me. I'm not blaming the offense for this game. I think when you give up that many points, uh, you deserve to lose. Uh, but I do think the scoring opportunities, I think the defense was put in some tough situations uh, where, you know, um, when you walk away with no points in, in, you know, in some really, you know, opportunities to get them, for me, that's, that's, that would be the worst for me. I have a stat that was just given to us by Dog Stats. We've been on the show a couple times with us. Um, the average win percentage when giving up 20 or more points in a game. Okay? So under Kirby Smart, when Georgia allows more than 20 points in a game, we win 51.9% of the time. It's a coin flip if our defense doesn't stay on schedule and our offense can't keep up. By the way, conversely, Alabama – uh, 81.3% of the time they win when giving up 20 or more points. Yeah. So that's to me. And I hear all that. And, you know, I, I asked the question and that's, and that's, and I know the defense is supposed to be the strength of this team, but I walk the longer I sit with this game. And I said something similar. I don't remember what day it was. They all run together now. I think it was Wednesday. 
Well, when you don't go out of the basement, Daniel, and you don't see the sun going over your head from one side to the other. Sun? What are we talking about? Okay. Um... I said uh, I said something similar early in the week, but the defensive problems, not all of them, but a lot of them, fixable problems to me, John. Uh, Absolutely. Yep. Some, abs- some abject busts. Now, there were times when the dude lining up across from us was bigger, stronger, faster, and better than we were, and that's why they scored. We got beat. We, just, we got beat. But, but, but welcome to national championship football right like you're gonna you know right yes and thank you again for reiterating that alabama did in fact win the national championship (laughs) one month and five days before the game was played played. alabama again congratulations to you leave us a note in the comment about how you're celebrating your national championship now uh those problems while they were egregious a lot of them are fixable some of those busts in coverage, just abject bust people running free, not knowing where they're. Yeah. The offense was a, the offense of Georgia was a net positive for 17 points, John. Yeah. That's yeah. not okay. You understand nope. the offense scored 24 and gave up seven. Yeah. That's, that's not an acceptable total. You can't, Spot your team 17 points in this game and nope. expect to win it. And that's exactly what Georgia did. I Now, you fix that by limiting the turnovers. Again, one turnover leads to seven points on the other team. And it another turnover directly removes three points from Georgia's total. That's a net, of, that's a net loss of 10 points right there. We yeah. could if Stetson Bennett just takes a knee and we kick that field goal as we would have done on fourth down. Yeah. But uh, you can't come in and score 17 points or, or net positive your team 17 points and think that you're going to win, again, to your point, a championship caliber football team. It's just f- foolishness. No. Yeah. You're going to get – I mean, I think that's what people have to realize, right? The, the Georgia defense played so well this year. Um, and was so dominant that it is there are going to be plays where you're going to get beat um, and that's going to happen you have to what can't happen is your offense can't be in a situation to get points and not get points right like I mean it, it just at the end of the day um, you know you you your defense has to step up and make plays your defense has to step up and 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 hold teams um, where they can but when the defense gets beat, it's one thing if the defense is beat and the offense is doing nothing. It's another thing when the offense is actually putting up 450 yards, 31st downs, had the ball for 35 minutes, um, and you end up with the with the net numbers that, that you were mentioning. Like, it's just you're not going to win football games that way. Uh, no, the margin of error, as you saw, as we have seen time and time again, is so wafer thin that one misstep or 20 by Lewis Seen gets sucked up and somebody's by him, or one wrong step outside by a backer off the edge and you don't have position to come off of it. It's so wafer thin that you can't get it. This isn't this isn't the Sun Belt Championship. Okay, you just can't go out there with. Congratulations, by the way, to Billy Napier on that Sun Belt title. What an accomplishment that was! 
almost as big of an accomplishment as Alabama's 2022 national championship that they won on December the 5th, 2021. I can't decide what's better, Florida fan and Alabama fan having this like little reunion in our comments right now. I don't know if that's better oh, or if, or if Mario Crystal Ball and Lincoln Riley's press conferences are the winner. They're, they're, both, they're both up there. Uh, hey, we're going to go back. A question for both of you when we come back related to that. And then I have a big picture question for you, John, about what you're going to do with the rest of your life now that you can't watch Georgia football anymore. <laughs> First, I want to tell you about Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar on planet Earth. Protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Come in a wide variety of delicious flavors. It's the holiday season. You need some stocking stuffers. You need something to pass out at the office for gifts. Get yourself a box of Built Bars. Start spreading those things around. Peppermint flavors, some delicious chocolate flavors. There's a bunch. There's a wide variety. You get a variety pack. You can get individual flavors. All at BuiltBar.com. Right now, you go there and enter the promo code LOCKEDON15. You get a 15% off your first order. That's one box, two boxes, ten boxes. Doesn't matter. 15% off at BuiltBar.com when you enter the promo code LOCKEDON15. It's Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar on the planet. High in protein, high in fiber, low in sugar, keto-approved. The protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Get it now at BuiltBar.com. Uh, all right, real quick coaching carousel question. Here it is. Okay. I assume, John, that you have joined the ranks of all the other Georgia fans that hate Kirby Smart and immediately yeah, fire him. fired fire him. because he's the, he's the worst coach in the history of college football. We we know that. These are things that we know. Okay, We know these things. Alabama fan knows that Kirby Smart will never beat Nick Saban. And so these are known facts. Yep. So since George is going to be in the market for a new coach, I ask you this. You have to choose one coach who has been hired in the last month mm. to be the new head coach of the University of Georgia beginning today. Mm. Who are you taking, both of you? You have to choose one of the head coaches that have been hired in the last month to be the new head coach of the University of Georgia. Clint, you go first. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just. Can I search for a new co-host? Like, is that one of my options? Search for this is, this is gross. I had this on the back burner of the this or that's yesterday, but it's not really a this or that because there's so many different options. I was going to choose two, but I thought it was better as an open-ended question. There's so many options, and yet there's zero options. So I'm making you choose one. Who you got? This is beyond gross. Um, this has to be eliminate. It has to be process of elimination for me. Like no name out there. I'm looking like, oh yeah, okay. Lincoln Riley, um, hard pass, just hardest of hard passes. Uh, you couldn't get it done in Oklahoma. And if you want to talk about facilities and money and oil money, like y'all, Oklahoma has all that. And he bailed because it was too hard, even in Oklahoma. So no thanks. Uh, Venables. Um, Hard pass point two. There's just zero chance I'm ever taking Venables for any job, including DC, to be perfectly honest with you. Wow. Interesting. Uh, Napier. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're talking about real, real coaches. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 I, I so honestly. Brian Kelly and Mario Cristobal. Clint, who are you going with? I honestly. 
Look, y'all hate me if you want. I don't give two flying whatevers. Give me Brian Kelly, and here's why. Give me Brian Kelly, okay? Notre Dame was in playoff contention. I know they're an independent. I I get that. They're in playoff contention. He's the winningest coach at Notre Dame. He is the biggest goober in the entire world, but I don't need him to be. He got players to come to Notre Dame. He he convinced 18-year-old kids to come to a Catholic school in which rules are a thing. Just, that's... I'll let you... I'll let you decide what that means. He can recruit. Um, I think I'd go Brian Kelly. John? Uh, man. Okay, so I... I'm going to go off the off the radar a little bit. Ooh. Um, Billy Napier? For, no, not Billy Napier. Oh, okay. I think for me, if I could take a coach who... Uh, Georgia fans have been through this cycle before. But if I could take a coach who is is who got fired from his job and is oh. on the market, I would go uh, with Gary Patterson, formerly of TCU. Uh, if I wow. had to pick a coach that has been placed, I would go with Sonny Dykes, the new current head coach at TCU. Um, wow! If, if you're going if you're going down this direction, because two things: number one, um, give me the ties to Texas. Um, would Texas join the okay. SEC? And give me the sure. give me the the Texas football uh, and the and the mindset. And number two, I don't want anything to do with Brian Kelly or Lincoln Riley or Billy Napier or Billy. Like I'm gonna go deep into the well and I'm gonna say, you know what? Give me one of these dudes and let's roll the dice and see what happens. Um, and that's my mentality and my thinking. And I I will get flamed in the comments for it, but y'all can have all of those other guys. Uh, give me. Give me a, give me a couple of guys that know know Texas and bring them bring them over here and let's roll. I think I'd take Super Mario, by the way. So that, I don't know. That's I think not, that'd be my second choice. Give me Mario Cristobal, hundred percent. Give me give me Super Mario and um. And you, Georgia you, is already ready to hate the offense, so we might as well just bring in a guy that like wants to recruit offensive linemen and run the ball <laughs> and hates throwing the ball. We might as well do that. That'd be great. Uh, so, you got another question for us? Big picture, big picture, okay. John. Let's. Yeah. We don't have to. We don't have to try to pretend like we're anything we're not on this podcast, and we got yeah. we got a ways to talk about Michigan and all the all that stuff. But we've been saying all week on the podcast that Georgia fans are conditioned to believe that when you lose this game, it means the season's over, because every time Georgia has lost this game. The season has been over, right? Maybe Literally. we get to play. Maybe Literally. we play in a meaningless bowl game or whatever, but the season's over, and so we go into immediately like spiral. We hate our coach. We hate everything. Think about next year's team or whatever. I think Georgia fans are still wrapping their heads around the idea that the season's not over. Yeah, like actually, you you said off the top, there are 126 teams or whatever. Yep. that have no shot of playing for the national championship. And Florida is probably the worst out of all of them. Probably would lose a round-robin tournament to yeah. all of them, all 126, yeah. if I had yeah. to guess. Clem- Clemson and Ohio State close second and third. Yeah, Ohio State almost made that's that because out, man. That's because the state of college football is in shambles. God is, shambles. is pissed shambles. at college football right now. Coach Dabo says. 
he must be he must be judging us for all of our previous sins, college football, according to Dabo. Yes. Okay, that's great so, theology. So, John, the season's not over yet, and and so give me your your overall state of emotions right now as you try to make yourself look forward towards yeah. New Year's Eve and potentially another game 10 days after that. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, you know, you, you have to find a way to get up off the mat, put one foot in front of the other, and go forward. My state, you know, I go back to um, – what a lot of people are leaning on right now, rightly or wrongly, a 2017 Alabama team that didn't even win their division and ended up uh, ended up poverty. A fair, yeah, couldn't even win their division and somehow backdoor into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Somehow backdoor into the back playoffs. Door. They took the Alabama door. They didn't they backdoor. Took the, yeah, they Alabama took the door. Alabama door, the door that is yeah. has everything given to them. Yeah. What I don't believe is I don't. I don't subscribe to the oh this was this was good for Georgia and you know et cetera et cetera et cetera no this was but you do have an opportunity to pick yourself up off the mat and so for me emotionally I look and I say hey we're going into a game that we should match up with uh, a team you know in a in a favorable way we we're going into a game that should benefit georgia with what we've done all year uh versus michigan and you have a few weeks to get ready for it you have a few weeks to get things right you have a few weeks to get things you know to get some guys healthy um i think the break comes at a good time and so you know my emotions are everything that this team wanted this year is now in front of them they missed one of those things that they wanted this year. Don't be mistaken. You know, they missed beating Alabama. They wanted that game. We wanted that game. But you have a chance to do it again. You have an opportunity to have a second chance if you can put one foot in front of the other. And so I think um, my emotionally, you know, I lean on um, I, I lean on the the hope that, you know, this team actually has some fire in their belly. Uh, that we've seen it, and uh, these coaches um, are really, really uh, resilient, and they're going to get up and they're going to try to figure it out. So that's what I lean on. I also lean on the fact that you're going up against Jim Harbaugh, who is not Nick Saban. Wait, <laughs> who is, who, would you say would you say he's more <laughs> would you say he's more Nick Saban or Tom Crean? Is that if you were to Har- you were to weigh the two? <laughs> Well, well, he's technically related to Tom Crean uh, by marriage, and so I are. think you got to lean that direction. The, the uh, Venn diagram, the Venn diagram of Tom Crean and Jim Harbaugh, lots of overlap. Just keep coming closer. So that's that's what I look at. You're facing Jim Harbaugh. You got a few weeks to get up off the mat. Um, none of the things that Georgia did on Saturday are things that you can't fix, and I don't care what anybody says. You can get better. You will be healthier. You can get better on offense. The defense can can fix the the things that went wrong on Saturday. And some of it, uh, it pains me to say it, but some of it is just you just got to have fire in your belly. You got to want it more than the other guy across from you and be be more physical than them. And I think they could do that. Listen, Alabama fan, 
you don't have to take that from him. You already won the national championship. You don't have to listen to a single word. That, you that let him know how silly he is. You, you let him know have right to now. Hear that from Please. him. You already won the national championship. It's over and done. You with. go Georgia back. You know what? No you chance. go back and you listen to all the other podcasts that we have brought John Tweet yeah, Sports on. Listen. You download them. You listen. You share them with every other Alabama fan that you know, yes. and you ridicule. And if your manager at Kmart, Craig, needs to know why why you're taking such a long break, tell him it's for a good reason. It's so that you can go back and prove this guy is an idiot on this podcast. So we appreciate you being here. Spend all your time this week doing that. Please. Yes. I need it. Please. Please. All Please. We need, we need that. Uh, we will be back next week talking about all things Georgia <laughs> football uh bowl season is coming up we've got locks uh that we're gonna give out go ahead no i'm just i'm just waiting for you to say it daniel what else are we gonna talk about i'm just gonna say it john don't act like next week's not gonna be the week that i that i get it in there all right there's some things that need listen have you been watching there's some things that need to be said there's some things said John's coming on, and there's some things said. that need to be said. Okay. Be said next week. All right. Here we go. All right. Uh, come back and join us then, Alabama fans. Uh, love you. Mean it. Thanks for being here, and we'll talk to you guys later. See ya.